Blog Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ah, just having a little problems with the board tonight. Uh, it seems like the internet wanted to snatch my uh, browser away for a second there. But I'm here. It's Mike T, and we are live on this Thursday. Welcome to the Love Zone. It's the place where you can listen to your heart and live, love, and learn. And I'll be helping you do that this evening with a show that we have uh, slated for you. This has been a pretty exciting week for yours truly. We'll talk about that a little bit during the show, but I want to thank some people a little later on for, uh, you know, this week. It, it just was a little extraordinary. I think we're out of the gate now for sure. We're here to educate, elevate, and entertain, and we're going to do that with music and information for those of you who are possibly out on the dating scene. You know, we're here to educate and give you information on how you can pursue that um, channel a little bit better than just uh, winging it, as most people like to do. Tonight's show is entitled, Are You Compatible with Your Partner? Uh, As you've heard me say many, many times that uh, there are five reasons for divorce. Number three is compatibility. That's one that has a broad area, and we're going to try to cover as much of it tonight as we can. And my co-host will be here. Uh, (laughs) She's moved her time slot up a little bit, and she's going to be here. Fallon will be here around 8.30 or so, so that's good. We won't be starting our topic until then, and we're going to wait until she arrives. So uh, you guys sit back, relax. I've got your music for you. Uh, It's going to be a good night tonight. We've got some new music for you. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But i also like to remind you, if you happen to have to leave for any reason tonight and uh, can't check out the show, well, we'll be here tomorrow, you know how, via our podcast. And that you can check out on iTunes. We are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and naturally blogtalkradio.com. Yes, we are on the platform almost everywhere. We've got a Another chapter to go, uh, another platform that we are looking to uh, be exposed on. So you stay tuned. We're going to tell you more about that as we uh, move closer to making that happen. I'd like to also uh, send a shout-out to Podcasters of New Jersey, headed by uh, my operations manager, Ms. Denise Duran. Yes, my uh, teammate, partner. Here at the Love Zone USA Yes, they had another This was their second uh, Meetup in New Jersey For those of you out there who would like to do What we do, which is podcasting We are going to spread our knowledge And try to help you do that And get into this very exciting And uh, now Becoming a lucrative field So don't miss out on the boat Uh, There's um, Room for Podcasters with talent uh, in order to get that talent, either you have it naturally or you're trained. So the best way to get it is through information. And uh, Podcasters of New Jersey uh, is a new group that you, where you can meet and get information and you can exchange information with other podcasters. And it was Denise's concept to put that together. And uh, I haven't been to neither of the two meetings as of yet. Um, been watching it from the background, but uh, the third meeting 
we're going to be announcing on the air, and I'm going to make sure that I'm there. So you uh, stay tuned. We're going to keep you in the loop. But right now it's time for me to do what I do best, get some music on the air. We're going to take you back. We're going to take you back with an oldie but goodie, plus a new one by Beyonce. But right now we're going to kick this one off with uh, the gentleman who started this record. His name is Frankie Beverly at Mays. And now the weather's getting a little bit warmer. It's time for you to start doing that electric slide. And I'm going to help you do it with this one. Before I let go on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
The Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Step on them, get on them, something you step. Swag the right, serve 
Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson, and you're listening to The Love Zone U.S.
right. That's all I do is think about you, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I think about you listeners all week long till I can get back at you. And we're coming back with more music right after this. We're going to bring you a little heat right after this message. Want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now? Well, here's the marketing tool you've been looking for. What about advertising your business product or service to singles? Well, everybody knows. Singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on Internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of the LoveZoneUSA.com. That's right, and all you have to do is uh, send an email to sales at thelovezoneusa.com with uh, commercial in the headline, subject matter. Just put commercial there, and we'll get back to you. Here on the Love Zone USA, it's yours truly, Mike T, and we have a show for you tonight. Before we get into that, like I said, I'd like to thank some people real quick. I'd like to thank uh, Richard and his wife, Elizabeth Gearhart for having me as a guest on their show, their radio show. It's called uh, Passage to Profit. It airs every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time, and it's also on iHeartRadio. They had me as their guest, allowing me the opportunity to pitch my business, uh, the uh, Cooperative Alliance Distribution, and talk about the amplifier that you hear us talk about here. So uh, I'd like to uh, personally thank them allowing me to have that opportunity this week, and that was on Wednesday. It's going to be airing this coming Sunday, for those of you who want to hear a little bit more about it. I don't tell you all of uh, what we're doing, but if you want to hear more about the company and what we're doing, then uh, tune in Sunday. That's uh, WOR 710 AM Radio in New York, or you can catch them online, or iHeartRadio, and you can hear more about it. Yeah, thank you so much uh, to uh, Attorney Mr. Richard Gearhart and his wife, Elizabeth Gearhart, for allowing me the opportunity to be on Passage to Profit. There was another uh, big, uh, you know, to-do this week. Uh, looks like uh, we might be bringing that amplifier into the New York market with a uh, partnership that we're working on as we speak. And the uh, proposal went out today, and we had a meeting on Monday, and I'm kind of celebrating because it looks real good, and we're going to be telling you about that partnership in uh, weeks to come, but right now, as the weeks get further and further and closer and closer to summer, that means we're getting ready for a little bit of heat in our area, and I'm going to bring it to you right now just to give you a preview. It's by Kelly Clarkson. This was entitled Heat on the Love Zone USA.com.
is Big Daddy Kane. And trust me, when it comes to love, there's no half-stepping on the Love Zone, USA.com. Coming up in just a few minutes, yeah, we're going to be talking about are you compatible with your partner? That's the third number three reason for divorce. As I've always said, if there are five reasons for divorce during dating, those are the five things you need to be talking about in those categories. And we're going to talk about that one tonight in just a minute. We're going to bring you into our topic, but uh, 
what I want to do before we get to that, ah, i got something special for you coming up. But before I do that, I want to remind you, every Friday night you got Tony Diamond right here with The Countdown. That's the top seven songs of the last seven days, and we call it The Countdown on the Love Zone USA. Have you checked out my man? <laughs> Have you taken a ride with my man in that Rolls Royce? You haven't? Well, you need to get inside at Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, right here on the Love Zone USA. It's called the Soul Paradise. You'll go down the road with Rolls Royce. He'll take you back with some oldies but goodies. Yeah, right inside the Rolls. And on Sundays, well, we've got a young lady who's uh, relatively new around here. Her name is Tasha Little Queen, and she hosts the hip-hop Christian Connection. So if you want a little hip-hop in your Christian Connection, then you check her out, because on Sundays, she's here at 4 p.m., and we're going to give you a taste of what she does, because she plays music like this. This is by Tina Campbell, and we live in on the Love Zone USA. Let's go! 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 Let's go!
Hi, this is Phil Perry. And when I listen to love songs, I listen to Love Zone USA with Mike T. Doesn't get any better.
my man, Phil Perry, he says dreaming is out of season. Is it? Is it really? Well, if you've been dreaming about somebody special and they come into your life, the question is, are you compatible? Yeah. Or if you see somebody who looks like a dream, the question is, are you compatible? Well, that's what we're going to talk about right now, and I think I have my uh, co-host on the line. I'm going to pick up the phone and see if she's there. We've been talking about her, and uh, she's uh, here. Her name, ladies and gentlemen, is Fallon. She has been with us on this channel before on another show called The Girlfriend Network, where women stay connected. But tonight she's going to be co-hosting with me, and she's my dream because I've been looking for a co-host and thinking about one for a long time, and now she is here. Is this Fallon? I'm here, I'm here. (laughs) What's up, Mike? Uh, I thought my dream turned into a nightmare when I seen the phone line go. <laughs> I'm here to save the day. All right, all right. That's what I need. That's what I need. Well, as ladies and gentlemen, as you've heard me announce, we are going to talk about uh, are you compatible with your partner? You know, before I started this show, I went to the courthouses and Looked and tried to do a little research on this thing called uh, love and marriage, and I figured I'd start at the courthouse. I said, "Well, what's what's what tears people apart? Maybe if we, you know, worked on the tearing what what tears people apart during dating, then they could fix that and know whether they should enter into a partnership with someone." So when I went, I looked at the divorce papers. They gave me a, a pile. And I looked through each one, and I would separate them in separate piles, and I came up with five. The biggest one was financial, for a reason for divorce. second one was sex or infidelity. And this one tonight, compatibility, was the third. That's a broad subject. And you probably kind of equate some of you out there with uh, that being with the Bible, where it says uh, two should be equally yoked. Well, we're going to talk about that as well tonight. So compatibility, I'm going to ask my co-host to uh, get her opinion on it uh, and her insight. What do you think, It. Wh- what would you think are two things you would look for, three things you would look for in person that you would want them to be compatible, Fallon, if you had to choose three things? Oh, only three. <laughs> Okay, you're making it tough for me today. Okay. <laughs> Three things. Um, definitely, I think it's really important to have at least somewhat of the same long-term goals in life. You know, if obviously when you meet someone and it's evident that you two are headed in different directions from the get-go um, or different things, Um, are on your priority list, I think that's a big red or green flag on what to do. So I definitely think long-term goals is something to look for. They don't have to be necessarily specific long-term goals, but something kind of mutually leading in the same direction I think is really important because if not, ultimately I think you're just kind of prolonging the inevitable, which is 
a breakup because you guys aren't headed in the right direction. So I think that's definitely one. Um, I think sense of humor is really important. Um, Everybody has different senses of humor. And I think to be able to really get each other and understand each other's sense of humor, you can really like someone and they may be hilarious to other people, but if you don't quite get their concept of humor, um, I definitely think that that does tear a lot of people apart. Um, Not in the beginning, but later on, you're going to be trying to figure that person out. And I think humor is such a big thing in any relationship. Laughter is such a a medicine to the soul and to any relationship. So if you can't laugh, it's going to be really hard, I think, to stay together. Um, So that's definitely another one. And, of course, you know, (laughs) I hate to sound petty, but um, I think sex is definitely a big, huge part of a relationship. Um, if, If you're not satisfied or happy with your partner in the bedroom, it's going to be really, really, really tough to stay together, you know. Um, So that, I think, I mean, the list, for me, I think it's hard to narrow it down to three. And honestly, I don't even know if that's my top three. (laughs) Those are the, the ones I'm kind of spitting out right now. But I do think those are really important. I think they're really huge ones. So that might be my top three, I think. But, um, so you said humor, I don't know. humor, humor, sex, and number one was, uh, uh, what was number one again? Um, the other one was um, having kind of headed in the same direction, having kind of oh, like similar okay. goals of things that you want to do in life. You know, if one okay. person is um, – really into nature and outdoorsy and likes to travel and adventure. And the other person is a homebody, doesn't like to go anywhere, doesn't like animals, you know, stuff where it's just complete clashing. I I think that's definitely a red flag for incompatibility. Um, I don't know. What is your, what do you think about those ideas? For, in a man's perspective, I mean, is it the same? As a woman, I know those things are really important to us. Um, well, what a, well, I would say, you know, everybody's compatibility, uh, I guess, temperature check or quotient is going to be different. And that's the why I call that the Rubik's Cube of when you see these people at these parties, or they used to have them, where they give out screws and nuts, and you got to find a person in the crowd before the end of the night that <laughs> who the nut fits your screw. That's what I think people are in the search should be searching for in their um, relationships mm-hmm. and partnerships. That right. the compatibility is, you know, are we on the same page in these areas now? You said goals, humor, and sex. I'm definitely going to get to sex later on. Uh, yeah, we go do that one for sure. But I guess my first one, my first one would be: Are we compatible financially? The way we think, you know, if one person is a saver and one person is really cheap, and the, the woman likes to go out and shop, I uh, I know a gentleman that um, he's so cheap he squeaks when he walks. <laughs> and he should not be with any woman who likes to shop. You know, she can look fine when he sees her across the mall and wants to talk to her, 
But once he finds out she likes to shop, he he should end it right there. He shouldn't even go out on the first date. You know, I mean, you know, that's just that's just one area. You know, I I, I always joke with people during this climate politically right now is, um, you know, what Dr. Gwendolyn Goldsby Grant she used to come on our show, God rest her soul, and uh, the the writer for Essence for twenty five years. And she said, if you really want to get to know somebody, talk about politics. I said, whoa, mm. when when would you talk about that, Dr. Grant? She says, early on, as early as possible. And in this climate mm. of Trump and everybody else, you know, when you think about, about politics, you know, I thought that was pretty heavy. And I said, I was thinking to myself, I didn't say it to her. I, I, I said, that, that, that to me seem like you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to touch the on, but I guess you would because politics talks about, you know, a lot of different things about um, what you believe in, um, you know, how you think yeah. about the thing in, in Michigan with the water, humanitarian things. What about the immigrant situation? Mm-hmm. Would you, did, were you on the side of Trump with, you know, that you should separate babies from parents? You know, there's so many things in politics that if you discuss those with a person at the table, I can see what she is saying. God rest her soul. That yeah, you 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 tackle that the person, you gonna find out real quick. You, it's it's what I call playing hardball. You're gonna play hardball mm-hmm. with a person, find out what their views are pretty quickly early on, and whether you want to be with them. And I always joke about what well, can a Republican be with a Democrat, <laughs> and vice versa. You know, but yeah. it. it it, when when you talk about politics, it really brings. If you touch on some of those subjects, you know, money, the whole, it's just an array of things. I think she was right when you use that as a as a way of finding out whether you're compatible with a person. But for me, yeah, I would uh, I would say that's a that's a little hardballish, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to, to go down that, that rope, but. Um, you know, I think you need to know early on, and it's like at the party at the um, clubs where they used to give out the screw and the nuts. Well, I looked at you across the room, and I was just hoping your 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 nut would fit my screw. But if it doesn't, it's like quick, I gotta go. This is the one for me. And that that <laughs> that politics would be the screw in the nut game where you're gonna find out pretty quickly if if somebody, you know, is, is compatible with you for sure. Yeah, but the uh, the humor side, um, I, I I I you know the, one of the things I was other the other thing I was thinking about arguments. If you're arguing mm-hmm. a lot during, you know, or what you argue about and how you handle it, you yeah. know that that and definitely that, go ahead. Yeah, de- no, definitely. Uh, but I think, you know, when two people come together, whether it be sister and brother, mother and cousin, coworkers, eventually you're going to wind up arguing about something, you know. Definitely how much you argue is a big deal, but I think also that the way that you argue, you know, some people, yeah. and that just goes back to the whole communication thing, some people don't know how to argue. They they get very defensive. There's no that communication barrier is up. I don't think. Well, I was gonna say I don't think arguing is necessarily a bad thing, but that's wrong because you shouldn't argue. But it's okay to have different views and to debate and to discuss. So eventually, people are gonna argue. You know, especially if they're together for a long time, they get comfortable. It's just. 
a matter of time before you argue about something. What are you arguing about is a big factor, definitely, and how you argue. You know, how you communicate with each other is a huge thing, too. So, yeah, definitely the arguments, um, you know, you can kind of see right away, too, from the beginning, even if you argue about something minor, how are you guys handling that argument? Is it blasting out of control and an uproar and and you guys are, you know, throwing things at each other, you know? Right. Or are you, you know, talking to to each other with mutual respect and trying to, you know, come to a compromise and conclusion? That will tell you a lot about the future of any relationship. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And 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 as I always say, you know, it's like you said, the way you argue, and and if you if that happens early while dating, that's uh, you know a sign you got to take a look at and what you're arguing about and, and and what side of the fence he and she are on, and you know can you can you mutually come back together and agree, you know, or or, or either if if you can't come back to agree, that you can still you know coexist with the disagreement. On what you were arguing, right? About, you know, um, you know that that right. that's a big one. I'm going to go into one more before we go into music, and and that's adversity. Uh, I want to come back with that. It's how how does a person handle adversity? I always say, show me a situation where there's an adverse situation during dating, and how each other handles that. We're going to talk about that when we come back. But um, when we come back, we're going to talk about that, and we're definitely going to get into the sex thing. Uh, because I think that, that we got we got we got to tackle that as they say real early. We're gonna come back with my co-host and myself. We're gonna be back with uh, more talking about adversity and sex and some other areas of compatibility. But right now we're gonna get into some music with uh, a little bit of Eric Benet and uh, you know he's talking about sex in this song, and we'll come right. back with that right after this. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. USA. Love here. Zone USA. Beloved after 11, I was thinking about you a little while ago. I'm playing with myself right now. I got the porno on. I'm laying on the bed naked, legs are open. I kind of stick through my legs. I was thinking about you. I feel so good. Oh, God. Oh. 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 
inside the love zone. That's Mr. Marvin Gaye, preceded by Eric Benet. He had a hot one going on there, and we're going to talk about sex when we come back. And uh, matter of fact, you know what? Alan probably doesn't know about this, but I usually put people in the hot seat. So we're going to see if she'll sit in the hot seat for two quick questions when we come back right after this. On the Love Zone USA. Want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now? Well, here's the marketing tool you've been looking for. What about advertising your business product or service to singles? Well, everybody knows singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of the LoveZoneUSA.com. And all you have to do is send an email to sales at the LoveZoneUSA.com, and we'll be happy to get back to you and put uh, – put commercial in the subject line. We're going to get into our sex in just a minute, but I also want to remind you, um, as I said earlier, I uh, thank two uh, people who uh, allowed me to come on their program. It's called Passage to Profit. It's going to be airing this Sunday, WOR in New York, 710 AM radio, along with iHeart Radio. It's called Passage to Profit, and Richard Gearhart allowed me to talk about my amplifier, and before I get back to Fallon, you know, the amplifier that I've been talking about on this show, we're going to be uh, talking about it Sunday in the business, uh, for those of you who want to learn more about the business that we're in, but uh, the amplifier itself, for those of you who live in warm weather, well, it's about that time. If it's in the palm of your hand, and you can connect two speakers to it and hear music like you've never heard it before, digital through any pair of speakers. In other words, you turn an old set of speakers into Bluetooth speakers. But the key is it's going to be in stereo. I know many of you have a personal, you know, Bluetooth speaker, and that's fine. But you may not know you're just listening to your music in mono. And uh, most people now with AM radio, when stereo came in, you know what happened. So we're bringing portability and stereo to you via this amplifier. For more information on that, you can go to our uh, website at MasterpieceCorp.com or check me out Sunday, 8 o'clock on WOR, 710 a.m. Uh, with Richard Gearhart and uh, also on iHeartRadio. Just type in Passage to Profit. Now to get my co-host to see if I can coerce her to get in the hot seat. <laughs> uh oh, I smell trouble coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the T stands uh, for. That's what the T stands for. <laughs> so, um, okay, here we go. Um, now you t- you brought up the sex thing. We're gonna get into more, but I did. I did. So here we go. I got, I got I got a hardball question for you. I said you need okay, to be compatible. You need to be compatible uh, in the sex area. Otherwise, marriage probably might not work out. It's going to be very hard. 
So uh, the question there lies, are, one, first, I'm going to give you two hardball questions, but the first one is, uh, well, this is just a query question, then I'll give the two. Are you religious? Church, spiritual, godly, the Bible, that, that whole thing. Am I spiritual? Was that, sorry, was that the question? Yeah, spiritual, religious, um, yeah. believe in the Bible. Um, you know what? When I was, I grew up Catholic, um, and I was very much into church for a long, 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 long time. Um, I wanted, I love God. Um, I'm a firm believer, of course, in him. I speak with him every day. He speaks to me every day. Um, but I wouldn't so much label myself religious anymore. Am I spiritual? Do I believe in God? Do I have a very close connection with the creator of all things? Yes. Am I religious? Not so much anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. I just want I to just, preference. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to preference before I answer those two questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was saying religion to me, um, as I got older and started to kind of educate myself with all the different religions and cultures, um, I really did find beauty and truth in all of them. Um, and I have, you know, my my belief in religion and what it means to be connected to God and what God is, you know, but... Um, as far as strictly religious, no, I did have my moment in time with that anymore, but I feel like I've matured and I've grown up and I've kind of been, my mind's been open to so many different things that um, I kind of live by my own religion now, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, as they say, do you? As they say, do you, boo. <laughs> um, so here, here's the hardball question I have for you. In the Bible, it says, clearly, God says that man and woman should not fornicate before marriage, meaning have sex. Now, I've asked this question to a pastor on the show, on this show, and he gave his, his, uh, he gave his answer, uh, you know, because he wrote a book about um, Christian singles dating, you know, and I figured if Christian singles are dating and he's a pastor and he believes in the Bible, then I was going to ask that question. So I'm going to ask it to you, and I know what his answer is, and then I kind of know what mine is. Not kind of, I do definitely. <laughs> so the question there in life, the first hardball question is, if man and woman are not supposed to have sex before marriage, would you would you marry a man and you uh, were steadfast for rule of not having sex with him before you married him. In other words, would you not test drive the car before you said I do? Mm. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, you get out of in here. Me, a, a part of me feels like I should be ashamed of my answer, but you know what? I'm really not ashamed of my answer. Um, and the answer is. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I I don't settle. Don't very, settle, Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I am. I'm a very. I I am a very. I am a very sexual person. 
I think sex is a big part of a relationship. It's not all of a relationship, absolutely not. Um, but it it is important, and especially to me and, and to my relationships. It's not going to determine whether I want to be with somebody or not be with somebody, but to marriage to me in general is a huge, huge commitment. Um, sometimes I feel like it's an even bigger commitment than having a kid with someone because it's easy to have a kid with someone, but when you get married, it's, you know, for me, I only want to do it once. I'm sure everybody, that's their ultimate goal is to do it once, you know. Right. So you really are, you're, you're agreeing to commit your life to this person for the rest of your life. That's it. Throw away the towel, lock away the key. That's it. You know, it's a wrap after that, and that's what the goal is. So I would want to experience, like, every aspect of that person, and I would really want to establish a deep connection and relationship with somebody before I marry them. I feel like not having sex with somebody, you're kind of holding back a part of yourself. And in a way, it's kind of like um, you're playing a game, you know, and I am definitely not a a believer or an advocate of games. I think everyone should be upfront and honest with all their values and beliefs and be who they are. Um, It would be very hard for me to consider marrying a man that I haven't slept with. Uh, (laughs) It sounds really bad, but (laughs) but it's like... um, it would it would be hard for me to I I would feel like something was missing in the relationship and how do I marry somebody that I feel like something is missing in the relationship like um obviously I'm not a virgin you know and you know I I've had this experience a sexual experience with the man that I'm going to marry I haven't get to experience that with because I need to wait until we're married. What if that day never comes? What if we both die or something the next day? Or you never know what life is going to bring you. You know, I I really believe that you should live in the moment, in each moment, and really go with your gut and your intuition. And if it feels right, to do it. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. You know, I think people now – a lot of people, they put so many rules and expectations and regulations on things, um, you know, like how long, how many dates should we go on before we kiss or, you know, how long should we date before I know that, you know, to make it a, a, a committed relationship. And there's really no rules, I think. I think that you should just follow your intuition and follow your gut, you know. If you don't want to have sex with somebody for three or four months, even a year, if that's what you guys mutually feel, then that's fine. That's perfect as long as it's a mutual agreement and understanding. I have a lot of respect for people who who choose to wait um, to be married because that seems so difficult to me, you know. Like I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's really tough, you know, and I just feel I've never obviously gone through that, but I just feel like it would be very hard for me to do. So 
with that being oh. said, no, I don't think I can buy the car without test driving it first. I need to see how it rides, you know. I need to, like, the wheel, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I definitely <laughs> I think I will go to the phones right now. I think we got a call on the phone that can save me from this. <laughs> Let's see. Who got somebody on the line? Hello, the Love Zone USA. Yeah. Your description page is um, talking about compatibility. Have you guys talked about um, compatibility requirements or criteria that um, certain individuals might have? Yes, what's your name and where are you calling from, sir? I'm Joe from Montana. Okay, Joe. And what would you like to comment on? I wanted to find out if you guys talked about certain criteria, but um, all right. Um, I think your co-host or your guest um, gave her particular criteria. She wants to uh, ride the bear before uh, hopping into the sack. So to me, marriage is a great um, it's a great fantasy. People shouldn't be married. Um, the statistics show that people don't know how to be married, don't know how to stay married, and those people who do get married, once they get married again, um, suffer even greater divorce rates. Put simply, people in today's world do not know what it takes to be married, and they shouldn't know because you never know who your partner is. Um, until you get married and until you've been with them for a few years. And then you find out that the person may or may not be what your expectations were. But by that time, it's a little bit too late. People fall in love with the Disney um, idea of what marriage is. But well, the shouldn't, that be done during, shouldn't that be done during dating? And in the old days, they call, called it courting, and then you would go into engagement. But those two specific areas, dating and courting, was designed for the person to really get to know the other person and uh, before they married them. But you don't know. That's what I'm saying. You don't know what that person Well, but you're getting to know them during that period. That's what you're supposed to be doing. But do you, you don't do you believe in know. You're supposed, the theory is you're supposed to be getting to know each other. But uh, realistically, if you're dating or courting, you're not living together. But though, until, what, the 1960s or 70s when the sexual revolution came in. So up until that time, until you started living together under the same roof, under the rules of marriage, you didn't know how each other was going to be a husband or a wife. All you knew was that you were two people dating, and you were enveloped by this um, idea of what love was supposed to be, usually a romantic fantasy. And then when you settled down to be under the same roof, you found out that you had quirks, idiosyncrasies that you didn't like, but either you accepted them and endured them or you got out. If you have 53% of people uh, who've been married getting divorced, doesn't that say that marriage isn't working? No, it says the dating process isn't working. The dating process. You have companies that evaluate people in a 90-day period, and they've been on their jobs 15, 20, 25, all the way to retirement. And they vetted you within 90 days against 200, 100, whatever other amount of applicants. People are not vetting people correctly. 
And that's why we have the show, so that they can get some education as to how to use a process. If you ask, if you, if you ask anybody, as I've done on this show many, many times, and we're 1,400 episodes, what is your dating process? You have a look-for-a-job process, right? You have a look-for-a-house process. Last time I checked, everybody looking for a house is going to get a 30-year mortgage. Anybody looking for a job, hopefully they get to 40 years. The, the question is, till death do you part, what is your process that you use to vet a person to marry them? It's still the wrong premise. You're saying that you're going to go through the dating process, but once you found that the dating process, according to your foundation, is going to work, that when you get married, that foundation is going to carry you through, through 40 years of marriage. However, the statistics say it doesn't work. But you're because saying people do you have, have a dating, dating process. You've got a dating process. So you're going to implement a dating process, and then after that dating process, the people are supposed to know without knowing in the future um, what the person is going to be like, that that person is the right person. Right? Correct. Okay. Correct. If they have a process that they're going to vet this person, and I mean brutally honest process, yeah, they should know what that person is like before they get married, before they say, I do. So what's, okay, so what's the criteria process that's going to guarantee to a statistically significant um, degree that when people follow this process, they will stay married and be happily married? I would say it, it's just the reason I started this show. There are five reasons for divorce, finance, sex, compatibility, family, and abuse. And if people spend their time on those five areas, they should have a much longer, pro- uh, 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 I would say, success rate at marriage than those who don't. If those are the five things that are going to tear you apart, why wouldn't you work on those to see if that person, before you enter in an agreement or partnership, check those out to see if that person is right for you? Yeah, well, those are that's specifically right there in the courtroom. That's that in every court you can go to. I don't, I don't, I don't. You said Montana. I went in all the courts as many as I could in Jersey and New York, and I put five piles of paper in five different piles, and it came down to finance was the first pile, sex was the second pile, compatibility was the third pile, which is what this show was about. The fourth pile was family tore people apart, and the fifth one was abuse. I think it is. Those are the five things that are going to tear us apart, Joe. We need to develop a process to vet if two people are on the same page in those five areas. Yeah, and I would describe those five general categories under one umbrella as values. But people don't always show their values. Um, Before marriage, sometimes they don't even show them um, after marriage. And sometimes they change as a result of belief systems changing or as a result of circumstances causing them to change. People think that I'm going to stay married forever, and then they find out that the husband or wife maybe is attracted to another man or to another woman or really doesn't have the same kind of values to the same degree that they want. There are irrational expectations that come into marriage, and having those five particular categories doesn't erase those expectations. You can have... You can concentrate on, well, I'll tell you what, hon, let's, let's make sure you take care of, the, um, of these particular expenses. Um, and then you have children. 
And then when you have children, sometimes those expenses are changed, and then you have a difference of opinion. People change their mind. You mm-hmm. don't know what, this, what that's going to be like until you are under the same roof. And then you, yeah. then you should be implementing what I call the four C's. People can change their mind. You know what that, that should, should, should go to at that particular point if they're going to change their mind, and people do. It should be compromise. There are four C's, communication, compromise, compatibility, and commitment. If I make a commitment with you and I'm compatible with you and I'm going to compromise with you and I'm going to communicate, you change your mind, we need to have a compromise. That's not what I signed up for. (laughs) But people don't do that. It's all up to (laughs) values and whether or not the person is going to um, conform to these particular criteria for the rest of their married life. But people do change. Yeah. They don't want to compromise, and that's why people don't stay together. They think that marriage is an idealized institution with very few warts and boils that they have to deal with. Some people can deal with um, you know, greater obstacles. Other people can't. But they don't know that until they get married. Yeah, and, and just to interrupt... <laughs> Um, you know, and, and to kind of shed some light on what he's saying, unfortunately, he's not 100% wrong. He does have a point. I think the whole theory of that people place so much value and importance and um, pressure on this whole mantra of till death do us part. And I, I feel like so much changes when people do get married. It's just an automatic flip in the relationship because of people's human beings, us as humans, our expectations. Where very few of us live in the now, in the present moment. We're always in living in the future and have these expectations of another person to behave in a certain way. And I think that whole mantra of the death to us part, it's a beautiful thing. That's how it should be. None of us want to be alone. We all should have a partner that we can do this thing called life with, ultimately. But when you put a pressure on till death to us part, it makes it really, really hard because people come up with so much expectations of other people. And when he says, yes, compromise and communication and all these things that should be applied to a marriage and any relationship, it sounds great. But, yeah, in the end, how many people actually do it? It's so much easier said than done. And I don't know how natural it is sometimes for people to stay with one person their whole entire life. You know, I think maybe if people kind of change their views a little bit and stop looking for another human being to complete them or make them happy until they day the die and just take it one day at a time and say, you know what, I really like you, you really like me, let's see where it goes. Without any expectations from the other person, especially the expectation and the pressure that's applied when you have a ring on your finger and you're now married. It's just like a couple who is dating and they're having a blast, and they're so happy. And then as soon as it, you know, they make that transition to, okay, this is official, we're together now, all that pressure and expectation is applied to the relationship, and I think it makes it really, it adds something. It kind of takes away a little bit of the magic of 
well, the yeah, spontaneity so, of the relationship. As you said before, people flip. When you become a wife, you're no longer the girlfriend. You're the wife, and you're now carrying on the expectations of what society wants you to be in terms of being a wife and a husband. And you also said people may not um, have the natural inclination to stay together for the rest of their lives, which I happen to agree with, because people do get disappointed with other people. Now, to join with um, the, the host of the show, what I have is a recommendation, which is similar to what you're talking about. I tell people that my recommendation is not the antidote, is not the cure, is not going to make people happy in a relationship, but it definitely will be the antidote to a bad relationship. And this is this. When two people are dating and they feel that they're going to get together um, and they should get together even more closely and really form a bond, you sit down, you write out what is it you like about each other, what you don't like about, uh, about each other, what the deal breakers are, what annoys you, and then you say, okay, I can deal with this, I can deal with that, I can't deal with that, I can't deal with this, okay, we are not long-term relationship partners. Or if we think we are, let's see why. But you have to have the desire. You can have, you can always concentrate on the finances or the compatibility issues or whether or not you have um, uh, the same goals together. But people do stay together because they want to. If they don't want to, as a result of irrational expectations or because of some sort of imagined hurt, then you're out the window. And again, well, I agree with you. I, I agree with you 1,000% there, Joe. We're going to get back to more music. I appreciate you calling in on one point that you hit on. Uh, we call it the bones party. Everybody puts their bones, their skeletons on the table. And I think that's a very important part. It's going to be in my book. And you hit the nail right on the head. And they have to be brutally honest to put those bones on the table so both people can decide if they want to move on. Yeah. Joe, I appreciate you calling. Okay. We're going to get into some more music. Got a couple of things to do. Call in any time. Feel free. We okay, welcome you on the love. Okay. So yeah, uh, Challen, um <laughs> I see the second part of that question. <laughs> I don't have to ask you <laughs> because you. <laughs> I'm going to let you out of the hot seat. <laughs> We're going to get into some music. Boy, do heat up in here. I like it. I like it. I, I like it. Summertime, my best time of the year. We're going to come back and talk about some subtle uh, things that um, you should look out for um, when when dating someone to see if you're compatible. We're going to come back with that once we go into this music by a good buddy of mine. Guess who we're going to play? We're going to play my man Joe, and he says, uh, I'd rather have love. Here on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Do you mind if I talk to you for a minute? You see these fellas out here, you see they're afraid of doing that long-term thing. They figure as soon as they lock hearts with another, something better's gonna come along. Well, that's quite possibly true. But the deal is, you're gonna have to find yourself alone, or you're gonna find yourself alone. See, I was cool in them streets, streets, y'all. Yeah, I was cool in them clubs. Real talk, I wasn't thinking nothing about love. Oh, no, no. See, I didn't want nobody trying to 
Good. I spend my evenings with Mike T on the LoveZoneUSA.com. He knows how to love you right.
That's a little bit of verse 1 and 5 preceded by Joe, and both of them are talking about love. That's what we need. That's why we call it the Love Zone USA. Love cures all. <laughs> I just got an email from someone who, uh, who uh, I got to read this one on air. I got to read this one on air. This one, what does it say? Oh, I hate you, Mike. Now you got me all involved in this conversation and wanted to call in, and I got to go to class. I hate you. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, you know, you're loved by some, you're hated by many, and they say if you don't have any haters, you're not you're not doing something right. Fallon, are you with me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was, that was interesting. My man did have a point, though. Do you agree a little bit? <laughs> with with what? what? What point are you talking about? Um, well, he had a point with, you know, how people, unfortunately, so many marriages do fall apart. They don't last. And I think a lot of it has to do with people, they do change. You know, I'm definitely not the same person that I was 10 years ago, maybe not even five years ago. I'm constantly growing and evolving. And it really takes a really strong heart and a really strong relationship to make it through all those changes. It's definitely not easy. It can be done, but it unfortunately it fails more than it it conquers you know that's kind of like the sad reality at least here definitely in this country in other countries people stay together forever you know i don't know where quite we're going wrong here but more places than one for sure well my answer to that is <clears throat> the book that i'm doing is i'm doing it with dr tipo and he's a relationship expert. And um, I, I would say he's the advisor of the book, and I'm uh, giving my my life's experience for that. And one of the things I would say that when you go to marriage counselors like him, nine times out of ten, the first thing, even in therapy, they ask you, they ask you about your childhood. And when you lay down on that couch and they talk about your childhood or your early life, I do agree, one trillion percent. I am not the person I was in my 15-year-old, 20s, 30s, 40s, you name it. People change, absolutely. But the core, the core of a person that people do not talk about during dating doesn't change. The peripheral Mm -hmm. does. The core that they have to get to know does not change. Mm-hmm. That, that part yeah. of you will never change. And that's where mm-hmm. people don't dig deep enough during dating to get to the core of a person. And most people don't mm-hmm. know what the questions to ask are to get to the core. Psychologists sure. do they're very successful with what they do. But the peripheral part, oh, that changes almost on a daily. <laughs> with some people, minute mm-hmm. by minute. But if you don't know what the core of that person is, that's going to stay with you through a lifetime, and probably yeah. in the other countries, they dig deep to the simpler thing parts of a person versus somebody I saw on Facebook. Who was that? Oh, Bette Midler. She said, so, I thought that was funny. She said, oh, we got Trump because maybe we are getting into, uh, you know, what she said, uh, material things, and, and we are liars, and we're getting everything that we are, that we've turned into. Uh, mm-hmm. It depends on who you are. Now, I always say to women, if you're looking for a man with morals, values, ethics, 
and and character, you're not gonna find mm-hmm. that in the pocketbook when it's done. How do you question that? That's what you look for. Mm-hmm. That's the core of the system. That's not gonna change. Yeah. That's not gonna change. Right. And that's why I say we gotta have a bonus party. Well, we got about what? Eight minutes left? Okay, you got Uh-oh. three minutes. <laughs> Finance. Finance. That's the core of a person. That can change. But your values mm-hmm. of what you were raised from and what you were taught about finance and, 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 and the way mm-hmm. you evolved through finance and what you learned on your own through finance, bank accounts, uh, balancing a checkbook, I'm going to make this question real quick. It's a multiple choice, and it tells a lot about a person. And it's going to be part of the book, and this will get to a core of a person very quickly. Okay, you you found the man you want to marry, but this is the question for you in the financial areas of the marriage. What would you choose as a financial arrangement if you were to marry your soulmate? Your soulmate. Now, you've vetted them, dated them, courted them, had engagement, and plus you had a couple of times of sex. <laughs> I <didn't call> <laughs> yes, of course. And you, <laughs> you feel this is your soulmate. Now we're talking about the number one reason for divorce. What would you choose? What would you prefer as your choice for a financial arrangement between this man who you consider your soulmate? A, two individual bank accounts with one joint account for your household bills. B, two separate individual accounts. Or C, one joint account. Which would you prefer, Fowl? You got sixty seconds me to answer this. Personally, me personally, um, I think I would have to because it's a little bit in the middle. Um, I do think that some, you know, I, I think that people should maintain their self. I don't think that they have to get so wrapped up in becoming one whole, I think that makes things just really complicated. You know, I think that um, a husband and wife, they should have their own bank account. They should be able to, you know, that to me seems kind of like a control issue if somebody, one spouse is forcing the other to force them into one joint account. I see what you're doing. You see what I'm doing. My money is, it's always, regardless, that should go without saying. If we're together and we're a team, if I got it, you got it. If you got it, I got it, vice versa. We shouldn't have to go to these extremes of we're going to open one bank account for all of us to prove to each other that's what my, what's mine is yours. It should go without saying. You should have enough trust in your partner to be responsible. I think the joint account for household items um, would be a good idea just so you have something to fall back on. You know, it's kind of like the little, the best of both worlds. You have your separation. You have your own, your, for me, I think that's really important for me when I'm dating, period, is I need to maintain my myself. I can't be so absorbed in the other person. It's really essential for me to have my alone time and still maintain being my own person while at the same time, you know, but I, it's really important for me personally. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be my ideal situation. That's B, two individual bank accounts with one joint account for the household bills. hmm Mhm. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you feel? I mean, how how would you? What would be your 
dream for that. She's trying to flip the table around here. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I want to know your what. It, what do you think? What do I think? We got four minutes and fifty-one seconds left. Yeah, get it out. Hurry up. <laughs> so, Us so what I'm going to do, ladies? Know. What I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen, since I got these emails and people really wanted to get in on this conversation, and as Fallon stated, people really want to know. I'm going to tell you because what we're going to do is have a part two to this. That's what I think we should do. Yes, we yeah. need to have. A, Compatibility Part 2. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. that I got that email because it tells me, you know, there's no saying in radio. If one person, you know, wanted to get in on the conversation, there are probably many others who, you know, thought about it but didn't. So we're going to give you that opportunity. We are going to come back with a Compatibility Part 2. And when we do, I'm going to make sure I have a relationship expert on the line with us to take your calls in the audience. And I'm going to give you my answer to what Alan <laughs> Me. But because we gotta go, no, I'm, I'm gonna You're keep going it for to now. Leave us hanging. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out the ladies on Tuesday night. Plus Size Life Entertainment with Jackie and Zuhela. They are turning it up over there and uh, be sure to check out my man Soul, uh, Soul, Soul Paradise Rolls Royce. He's got the highest ratings of the week uh, on his show. Yeah, yeah. Well, me and Fallon are coming at him and on that note I'm going to tell you one thing that I just have to have in my marriage is what Cardi B and Bruno Mars says and we're going to leave you with this. It's entitled Please Me. As long as she pleases me, willing to compromise. <laughs> Till next week, me and Fallon will be back. Fallon, it has been a pleasure. Glad to have you here with with me. This is going to be so much fun. It's been real. (laughs) Okay. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, here's Cardi B and Bruno Mars. As I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, we'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one. And make sure you put some love in your life and learn how to please a person. Here's Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Turn around.
Put my back, I got do these records, break that shit. Hey, hey. 